All right. Welcome back, everyone, to another week on the Oh, I Did It Again podcast with Tanya and Rachel. Rachel is back this week. I know she was gone last time. She's back. And we also are welcoming another guest this week. We have Rachel's friend, Amber, with us. Amber, say hello to the podcast hello. crew. Hello. Oh, yeah. So we, oh, actually, Rachel, why don't you explain why we wanted to bring Amber onto the podcast this week? Yeah. So if you've been listening to the podcast, hopefully one thing you've picked up is that we are single ladies. I would say if you've picked up nothing else, like hopefully <laughs> that has come through. And we thought it might be, I feel like, I mean, even last week I, we had a married individual on, but I think this season we've been concentrating more on um, experiences that are different from ours. So Amber is not a single. <laughs> she is a part of a pair. So um, yeah, I thought, and also I'm excited to talk to Amber for a variety of reasons, but one of those tonight is that you've been in a long-term relationship for the better part of a decade, which is a lot to take in. Um, yeah. We could not imagine. <laughs> really cannot, so. cannot. Well, yeah, Amber, why don't you introduce yourself to the <laughs> yeah. podcast crew, yeah. first of all. Yes. So my name is Amber. Pronouns are she, her, hers. I am a Leo and an Enneagram type three. And for my Hogwarts house, I actually have something quite controversial (laughs) as I was thinking about it because, you know, like when I read the books as a kid, it's like, obviously you want to be in Gryffindor Mm -hmm. because that's where all the main characters are. But then Mm -hmm. I was like, no, 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 no that people will once again the Enneagram three I was like people will think that I am trying too hard and that I think so much of myself so then I identified as a Hufflepuff because I'm hardworking and I'm loyal but as I am 31 years old and (laughs) I've been ruminating on this topic for what 20 years uh I was like you know I think I'm gonna I don't know if this is allowed at Hogwarts I think I'm gonna transition to Gryffindor I yeah I know it's um a huge the hugest transition in my life right now (laughs) other than um you know all of leaving my careers and stuff but (laughs) um yeah because I was like you know Leo Lion that's Mm -hmm. on brand Mm -hmm. but I also was kind of like oh I I am kind of like a potster instigator like Mm -hmm. go out there and say whatever um mm-hmm. so yeah um f- official public announcement <laughs> for everyone who is concerned I will be taking my talents to Gryffindor house that's fair last week our, our guest Amanda is also a Leo in Gryffindor and I just I just think it makes a lot of sense I don't know I it feel does. like it's the one astrological sign that like you have to be in Gryffindor, not just because of the lot, but like personality wise, it just makes sense to me. It really? Yes. Does. I tried to fight it because I didn't, I wanted to be unique. And to, I think also the Slytherin aspect, I wanted to manipulate people into thinking that I didn't think that of myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of layers to unpack, um, probably in therapy. therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bring this up with a therapist next time right okay so I switched my Hogwarts house and it's a really it's really <laughs> yes. impacting me my poor Very therapist important. in her 60s would be like okay so um <laughs> I need you to move on I don't know what you're saying <laughs> we are past this yes so again you as know. you all know we love to ask our guests specific questions and the one the first one is always who was your sexual awakening 
could be real life person, could be a fictional character, movie character, and anybody. So related, I remember having an enormous crush on Daniel Radcliffe because I think we were like developmentally the same age. And so I was like, ah, a peer of mine. (laughs) This global superstar and I. Um, But I remember being like pre-elementary school watching like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And Mm -hmm. I was in love with Tommy, who's like the green or the silver, whatever. Um, And yeah, he was like, he had the long hair and he was the coolest one. And um, so part of that is I was reflecting in my later years is I also had a crush on the pink ranger. And so it was like, I was obsessed with both of them. And yeah, we can get into it later. But I was like, (laughs) is it that I like, want to be her? Or is it that I have a crush on her so there yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sexuality is a spectra yep. yeah yeah so I was just kind of like the Power Rangers are doing it for me as <laughs> all of them the whole crew yeah yep you're like everybody <laughs> yes um and so then going along with that who are your current top five celebrity crushes mm. so I would say my number I'm gonna be that person number one Pedro Pascal because I feel like he's so saturated in the media right now that I just learn more and more about him and for me I'm sure there's a term for this that I just don't know but like in order for me to really have a crush on someone I have to like know them just maybe like a I don't know so I think Pedro Pascal is just very much man written by woman Mm -hmm. where you're like yeah that's why I like you um Florence Pugh is a huge one for me um I every time I see anything that she's in I'm like I cannot stop staring at you (laughs) even though well you need to watch her hot ones episode it just came out today her hot ones interview wow yeah yeah I will say her outfit is gorgeous I love that she's like doing this I feel like it's been a thing lately with her of doing um, like a sheer outfit over like yes. she's wearing like yeah and that's what she's wearing her I, I was like I don't know if I could ever pull that off but I want that outfit <laughs> she just, just casually because it's kind of like a like a bikini with a cover-up situation yeah. yeah and I'm like I'm here for it and I'm glad yeah. you're here for it um yeah, it, it was this outfit was black and I think it was like stars like on the cover-up kind of I don't know it was just like Ooh. kind of witchy vibes a little bit too I was like again I don't know if I could pull this off but I would be willing to try (laughs) just like around the house I would like to be Florence Pugh for sure um let me think let me think and full transparency Rachel absolutely sent me these questions so (laughs) we definitely have time to think about them but um I would say Megan the Stallion is another one I she's just hypnotic to me and she's another person where I learned more about her and I was like I am obsessed with you like yeah getting your college degree and you're doing all of these like the raps that she writes Mm -hmm. and I'm like whoa you are just an absolute amazing human being I just um so yeah it's a lot of the like my personal feelings for them not just physically I guess (laughs) yeah definitely 
Yeah. Um, I would say that that like helps me determine like rankings for mine, like who I, mm. how I like Tom Hiddleston will always be number one for me just because like <laughs> he genuinely seems like one of the nicest men alive. <laughs> like that just. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, I also have been just binging eras to her like fuzzy fuzzy ass like tiktok videos and i'm sorry taylor uh ma'am i need you to either lock it up or let it loose because <laughs> this like the ch- I don't, have you seen the chair dancing for vigilante shit no as you oh know God. i am trying to avoid I, yeah <laughs> yeah it's a sensitive t- it's, a, it's a we've been through a lot of trauma related to the Eras tour yes but uh so it's kind of like cell block tango style yeah. and she's doing these chair like this is new taylor like mm-hmm. i feel like in the past taylor was kind of like i'm wholesome or i'm more, more focused on music mm-hmm. and now she's like I'm a grown sexual woman and yeah. everyone can see it now. And I was like, yep. oh my gosh, oh, wow. there have been, <laughs> there've been comments on the videos. Like I am asking, can Joe fight? <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. It's just stupid. Um, yeah. Just like, and no one's answered. So we don't know. Also uh, like, definitely not. <laughs> yeah no certainly not and against against a swifty yeah no <laughs> they're, taking against, they're going against congress right now like i yeah. don't think yes. you want to mess with them <laughs> like controversial if they had done january 6th we would be living in a swifty empire really? like they would have been mm-hmm. it would have been yes truly like they are like the cia with clues it is so it's like honestly if you guys wanted to you could take her partner and full confidence mm-hmm. what am i up to now four i think so yeah <laughs> four. Oh gosh um can't wait that you probably get to edit out this pause <laughs> <sighs> i'm trying to fi- this is also psychologically revealing i'm trying to figure out like a male person that i'm like <laughs> I, i'm in my like women loving women era um yeah absolutely embrace it it does Dang. not have to be a man. That is not a requirement. Just like <laughs> for the sake of equality, because <laughs> men have traditionally been so marginalized. Um, we love that here on the podcast. We always try to make sure that we are yeah. talking about men and not all men. This ways. is like yes, this is our hashtag not all men space. Oh my them. gosh! I will say Amanda brought in the first athletes last week and. like so if you have somebody not even just an actor or a musician like even an influencer or something I don't know it world's open (laughs) oh my gosh oh my gosh this is useless information because I don't know his username but there is a man on TikTok (laughs) who is a lumberjack (laughs) and this man is a genius he knows his audience because I'm Kim I think I am picturing him yes (laughs) he is very good if we're thinking of the same person yes and it's like the noises mm-hmm. the actions the react mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and i'm like wow you are really doing it you've you cracked are- it yeah, you've cracked cracked the code like the code. speaking of men written by women right <laughs> like- yes and it's just like mm-hmm. this is a character from a romance novel yeah yeah yep. he's gonna need like some city girl who's yeah. the sunshine to his grumpy yes exactly and romance ensues mm-hmm 
Perfect. Yeah, he really it's it it is next level what he's doing, like next level interneting. It is congrats yeah. to that man. Again, the... you folks don't know his handle, but <laughs> you're doing great. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, just like like hot lumberjack guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it'll in the women in the comments, mm-hmm. like sometimes I find it hard to defend some of these women because <laughs> they the horny moms yeah are out there they are which is obviously you know a double standard which i allow for women it's like (laughs) the thirst in those comments is embarrassing (laughs) but it's like (laughs) you know that's what he wants so (laughs) yep hey yep it's a power and i am also here for that double standard because Mm -hmm. we've been told that we have to deny our sexuality for all of our lives nope I'm sorry. I'm going to sexualize the shit out of men. <laughs> gonna yeah, do that. And, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I saw something, um, another TikTok thing. Uh, there's a comedian, Matt Rife, who mm. I kept seeing. And I was like, something about this man is giving me the ick as the kids say. And then of course he went on a podcast with other white dudes and was basically talking about how um like things he doesn't like about women's genitals Mm-mm-mm-mm. he's like well when it looks like this i'm like da da, and someone in the comment like because obviously women are like fuck this guy um please do not like the absolute journey vaginas have been on mm-hmm. <laughs> like um for you to just be like mm, i don't like it like they're ugly in this which is you know like are you into women if you think yeah. they're gross? I don't know. Uh, but one woman in the comments was like, this is a double standard because you all talk about men's bodies and what you like and don't like. And I'm like, okay, but the difference is like the systemic, like generational yes. in the power dynamics. So it's like, yeah, if uh, it was just like, yeah, it's, I support women's rights and women's wrongs and that's where I'm going to stand by. (laughs) I am looking at him. I obviously Googled him. Definitely not hot enough for those sorts of opinions, but I'll also tell you he was born in Columbus, Ohio, the most (laughs) place on the planet. There we go. And this is further scientific proof (laughs) that truly an absolute hellhole. The cesspit of humanity columbus ohio yeah everyone was like he's so hot he's so funny it's like okay well the bar is very low first yeah extremely low jokes about how ugly vaginas are it's like what yeah what what are you doing like if the clitoris looks like this and i'm like oh gross and it's like to me that's giving like no i swear i've seen a clitoris and it's (laughs) like it's like uh uh, I remember Steve Carell being in interviews uh, for like the 40 year old virgin and being that thing where it's like you know how boobs feel like bags of wet sand and it was like very obvious he'd never touch yeah. boobs it's giving that like you know how when a clitoris like no we exactly. don't do you no <laughs> and it's like what you could have done was just not say it just you could have yeah. just kept it inside an inside thought because women were like lusting after him and like the majority of his audience and he was like how could I fuck this up right now yeah truly (laughs) I would like them to like me less yeah Yeah. and it's just like the self-sabotage I don't understand it well good for him (laughs) 
Yeah, good Hopefully. for you, Matt Reif. Yeah. <laughs> this is my official declaration of beef with him. <laughs> Leave vaginas alone. Good Lord. You've been through enough. Yeah, they've historically and day to day. Yes, they've truly. Been through a lot. In the last <laughs> year alone. Yes. Dated they've... Kate Beckinsale. That's crazy. You can't be truly cute be talking about her vagina. She's beautiful. She he is lucky to date her. Yeah, and it's like, how did you meet this gorgeous star? Mm-hmm. Didn't Kate Beckinsale also date Pete Davidson? She did, yeah. You know who would hey, never you know talk shit about a woman's vagina? Pete Davidson. That's true. true. That's true. Did you guys see, did you did I send you the reel of that, Rachel, of a guy talking about how wild it was that JFK had sex with Marilyn Monroe, like the sex symbol of the 60s? And like if that happened now. It would be Biden having sex with Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no proof that it hasn't happened. So yeah. we can either confirm nor deny. <laughs> yep. I, uh, I just got like, such a good laugh from that. Because <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, who is he going to say? Who is he? Yeah. Who's our. It's going to be like Pete's a Margot Marilyn. Robbie. <laughs> yeah. like, nope. Um, well, and that's the thing, too, that if you're a listen to Las Culturistas podcast because mm-hmm. I am a reader publicist in Katie first and foremost mm-hmm. um so Bo and Yang works at SNL and I'm sorry my dog is absolutely digging <laughs> through <laughs> the, the mattress absolute Sorry, this is a dog focus. friendly space <laughs> um but he was talking about like when Pedro passed I'm, I'm sorry classic male behavior trying to (laughs) silence women (laughs) um talking about when pedro pascal was there he has this element where it's like everyone in the room is like does he have a crush on me like he just kind of can like make love to everyone in the room and they said like harry styles is the same way i feel like pete davidson's gotta have some sort of like when he puts his whole focus focus on you you're like yeah. and women aren't used to that like yes the je ne sais quoi of just like something about that energy focused on you is mm-hmm. just like a spell I don't know yeah because I personally don't get the appeal so I'm assuming it's an in-person thing yes yeah, yeah. I, I I agree like I Pete Davidson is does not do it for me but I I could see how it's got to be a personality mm-hmm. thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Cause I've been like, I, one of the last dates I went on, I actually ended up telling him, I was like, honestly, you give me kind of Pete Davidson vibes. <laughs> Cause like, he wasn't like the most looking, best looking guy I've ever dated, but like, he just, I don't know. He has yeah. personality. was a lot of fun. It was just mm-hmm. a fun date. I was like, okay. If the, yeah. I, I, maybe I get it. Maybe I get it yeah. now. <laughs> is it, is this what big dick energy is? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, that energy is not reciprocated for like men versus like, you know, she's not the most beautiful, but when I am <laughs> around her, yeah. right. and it's like, there are amazing women just covering this planet, but I've never heard that conversation of like, you know, on, on, in photos, not so much, but when you meet her in person, absolute blow magnetism. Off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's always the reverse of like I thought she was pretty and then this and it's like mm-hmm. what's yep. going on with that this is yeah. also part of my anti-men platform <laughs> when I run for president here for it so Amber let's dive into 
the topic yes. overall <laughs> of speaking about men, right? You yeah. are in a long-term relationship with a man. With so, a man. What's yes. shocking, I know. I know. But I don't like, I think- Shocks me as well. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess my first question when Rachel and I were talking about bringing you on is- just like, how do you navigate? Because from what I understand, you and your partner are not really interested in marriage, right? And as someone else right. who is not really like 100% interested in marriage long-term, like, how are you navigating that? How has that been as you now are entering your thirties and like a period of life where society, like we, I feel like we've come really far in that we're getting married later and later, but there is still kind of that expectation that you're going to get married. So as someone who's been in a relationship for a long time with a man, all of this stuff, like, how are you navigating that? Are you nav like, does it even matter? Like, does it come up at all? I just, that, that was my first immediate thoughts and questions. Yeah. So I actually, when I told uh, my partner, Jimmy, about uh, being on here and what the podcast was about, he was like, I did not consent to have my personal. <laughs> and I was like, well, I've consented for both of us and <laughs> you will be fine. <laughs> um so uh he's like please do not give my personal inf like, like I mean no one cares about you that much calm Timothy. down no <laughs> yeah, one is Timothy. looking you up <laughs> um yeah and he so anyway so Jimmy and I met um through mutual friends in college which is like always such a boring story like how'd you meet oh mutual friends I was like that's not helpful to people who are looking like oh, I need my mutual friends to get it in gear yeah. but Rachel um, and I have talked about that many times or at least a few times of like what the hell guys why are you not setting us up but also kind of okay yeah with that do too. not set me up <laughs> right if my cousin Jacqueline Jones is listening to this do not set me up <laughs> you are not a mutual friend you are a relative and therefore disqualified um so actually it was, I was a sophomore, junior college. It doesn't matter. The year was 2012. And um, <laughs> so my friends, Rachel and I were friends with uh, Lauren in high school, I guess like my whole childhood. But so we hung out and so Lauren ended up dating this man and it just did not work out because one thing or another. And so that man's friend is jimmy um <laughs> and so lauren and i would hang out and her she was dating this person at the time and then their friend group we'd kind of be like oh hey um we're all at the same place at the same time and i was just you know i again in general like will not go up to a man and be like hey like i'm my first instinct my whole life is to been like Mm, go ahead and stay over there until <laughs> like you know and it's um I remember we went to see speaking of we went to see Harry Potter one of I couldn't tell you which one <laughs> so Lauren and I went because we actually founded the Quidditch team in our college <laughs> and so we were like um yeah we'll be there the midnight yeah, premiere it had yeah. been like the last one with 2012 yeah yeah it had, yeah, it had been, been the very last one so it was like a huge thing and so Jimmy and his friend who was dating Lauren were there with their friend group and we just like kind of met in passing and so I don't even know this is such a stupid story and I'm like I wish we had a cool story to tell people a family appropriate story um <laughs> but so we went to the same college and 
had some mutual friends, um, saw each other around campus, like, hi, hello, whatever. And at some point, Jimmy told one of our mutual friends that he wanted to take me to pound town. <laughs> and yes, I'm so, yes, I, this is what I wanted to <laughs> just <Yeah>. like, <laughs> first of all, what are you like a 90s sitcom writer? <laughs> like what is wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> but he was like, Oh, because so he worked for the college newspaper and so this Quidditch thing he was covering and so we kind of met because he was a photographer and yeah then told my friend who also worked on the newspaper and he immediately told me and Jimmy was like I thought he would follow the bro code but I guess gay men <laughs> don't subscribe to that correct <laughs> yeah I was like mm, yeah so yeah, so I found out, and the controversial part, Jimmy had a girlfriend at this time, and Whoa. yeah, so I was just like, classic men. Yeah, um, so I was actually hanging out with Rachel one night. Um, the guy that my friend Lauren was dating texted me about, I worked at a museum, just randomly texted me about like, hey when does this show start or something and then he's very friendly so I was like what are you up to how's your how's life and he's like yeah we're driving back from this concert and I'm uh and I think I said this is embarrassing because now I'm having a brain fart but I'm pretty sure I said something like does that guy Jimmy who wants to take me to pound town in the car and then I because <laughs> I was just like I'm just gonna fuck with these people mm -hmm. um and be like I know what you said about me and um yeah I'm literally sitting in like Rachel's house and um I think we just watched the last episode that Kristen Wiig was on SNL so sobbing sobbing, yeah, sobbing absolutely <laughs> emotionally raw and then I'm texting fucking around with men love it yeah and so then I get a message from an unknown number that's like I never said that <laughs> <laughs> who could it be <laughs> and I was like honestly it's fine I just wanted to tease you about it like I'm not offended like it was just I thought it was right. something stupid and I was like I just wanted to fuck with you and he was like oh my god I'm so embarrassed I could just die like I just want to bury my and I was like it's fine truly like <laughs> it was just we're just just joshing you yeah yep, um yep. and so I don't I don't know how but we ended up just like you ended up going to pound town. Yeah, yeah. So we booked a trap train. <laughs> um, a one-way ticket to pound yeah. town. <laughs> so then I think the next day uh, he had text. I saw his text and he was like, I'm so embarrassed. I could just die. Like, I'm so sorry that people are saying that. And <laughs> <laughs> which if you know, Jimmy now is like <laughs> a little rascal. Um. Oh, I love it. But I was like, yeah, that's fine. Um, but I don't really text guys who are in relationships. So have a great life. Mm -hmm. And then this is so stupid. This is such a like snapshot of 2012. Yes. So of course I'm telling all of my friends about this. I'm like, listen to this shit. <laughs> um, and I was like, cause you know, no way these people, it's like those classic, like, I swear I'm going to leave my wife soon. Mm -hmm. um and it's like no they're not mm -hmm. and uh, I remember waking up the next day 
and people texting me like Jimmy's Facebook status relationship status <laughs> changed and now he's single and the and I was like I don't really text guys who have a girlfriend but like have a great life and then I woke up to all those messages from my friends being like on my Facebook news feed and then I get a text from him that's like what girlfriend and I was like <laughs> whoa 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 <laughs> right, okay game on which you know then the whole ex-girlfriend thing like she and I are friendly now it was just like stupid and there was yeah they were like both ready to break up so I'm also a homewrecker (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why you said the story wasn't good this is a great meet kid story (laughs) that pound town thing makes me so happy every time I remember so and like you want it to be like yeah we met through mutual friends and we went on a date and it was so we went on a date and I literally texted him I was like I'm good passed (laughs) I was like once again have a nice life um just because yeah I had been through like weird growing up relationship times with um, I was emotionally raw from when a white rapper broke up with me (laughs) which adds yet another layer of humiliation to that time (laughs) so I was like yeah so like (laughs) not even a good white rapper which is it's just I know that'll um, shock you that Evansville's not creating um (laughs) top tier white rappers but yeah very uh, shocking very few places are (laughs) especially anyway that's a whole other whole other story but I was like yeah just not feeling it um because I think we were both kind of nervous and like oh we don't really know each other yeah and he was like okay uh and he was living in Indy this was over the summer and uh I guess basically he likes to tell the story as he stopped talking to me and I came crawling back to him (laughs) he's like I wore you down Uh, (laughs) but I was just like I mean it worked that's the like most frustrating part is because like when he stopped pursuing me I was like the Leo in me was like well (laughs) like you're just done (laughs) like because I said it's done is like you're done um and so yeah then we just started we tried again we, we went to like a steak and shake date in the morning which um Rachel knows I am not a morning person and so it's like why did I agree to go on like a like I would love to wake up early and just sit in a <laughs> trashy steak and shake in Evansville but yeah then that was 2012 2022 we celebrated a decade and it is weird because I'm like well, I'm in my brain. I'm like, well, I'm only like 17. So like, <laughs> I'm about to get married. So long. Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Another thing to talk to my therapist about probably like, I'm like, yeah. well, I'm not an adult. So like, now that I get married. <laughs> right. Like, why would I do this? <laughs> yeah. So, and so we, I basically illegally lived in his like on-campus apartment because I had a crazy roommate. And I was like, I will not be living with this human. So he had a single and I lit like squatted there essentially. And then we went to get an apartment together. And again, it was one of those things where in my brain, I'm like, if I were giving 
unsolicited advice from absolutely no background to someone else, I'd be like, <laughs> I don't think you should move in together. Like you haven't even been together a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were just like, I've never cohabitated with someone so easily. And I was, I never shared a room growing up. So yeah. I was like, um, but I was just like, yeah. And we, um, I remember his grandma and grandpa paid for like his expenses while he was in college and they came to town and I met them. And essentially Jimmy was like, we would like your financial assistance for this apartment. (laughs) And I remember, I think we were like Logan's roadhouse speaking of like just an absolute tour of stupid places to eat in Evansville. (laughs) And, um, I remember I was obviously wanted them to like me. And at some point his grandma offered me like a sweet potato fry, which I was like, I don't want that. And Jimmy was like, take the fry. (laughs) We need her money. Yes, (laughs) We need her to be on our, so they're very religious. And we were talking about moving in together and their help. And she was like, you know, that's a sin. And it was just like, (laughs) well, guess what grandma, 10 years later, it's still a sin. (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) Um, But yeah so jimmy just absolute opposite of religion was like okay so and they were like all right um and so they're like so are you getting married first we're like no um in marriage like growing up like you talked about it was kind of always you know the stupid thing with like every little girl dreams about her wedding and to me it was like is it that I want that or is it that people are telling me that's what mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. and I don't know where I heard it but probably on a stupid reality show like four weddings on TLC where it was like <laughs> do you want a wedding or do you want a marriage because those are not necessarily the same thing yeah like if you just want a party <laughs> that's different from tying yourself to someone um and so we are both kind of like neither of us are religious and so people when we moved in together they were like so are you gonna get engaged and just like a constant constant everyone who knew us like are you going to I'm not my friends really mm-hmm. um or really his friends um it was mostly Rachel just absolute <laughs> pressure Rachel his she said if you're living together <laughs> I'm sorry I can't come over unless you're married she it's against her religion me. um yeah so and we were just kind of like oh maybe someday someday maybe because it was like I don't know I don't know what I'm doing with my life I'm still in college or right now I'm 31 I'm like I don't know what am I supposed to like I don't know I'm a child bride still like what are you talking about (laughs) my parents would never sign off on this (laughs) um but uh so we live together we and again this would be something where I would be like don't do that girl but when we graduated college he's originally from Indianapolis and so he wanted to move up here up from Evansville which is south uh, for my geography girlies out there and uh I was like so I got my degree to be a teacher and he was like I can do that anywhere in Indiana and so I was like yeah let's move and so then it was like oh you're gonna move up there but you're not married and people kind of talked to me like uh like kind of patronizing where it would Mm. be like 
Mm, so he hasn't proposed yet. What are you going to do about that? Mm-hmm. And that is just so mostly from people who don't know me well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, so like I was a teacher for seven years and I taught middle and high school because I love chaos, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I hate myself deeply. <laughs> no, I loved it. But um, so I would tell, you know, students, they are so up in your personal life. Yeah. And they'd be like, I would do an introduce myself thing and let them get to know me. And they'd be like, are you married? Do you have kids? And I would say like, well, I'm not married, but my boyfriend and I have been together like seven, eight, and they are so horrified on my behalf they're like oh my god and he hasn't proposed yet and you're (laughs) still together and one of my favorite memories of one of my favorite students was she made me promise that I would call her mom if I ever got engaged (laughs) so that she could find out and I said she said if you if he proposes will you call my mom so she could tell me (laughs) I was like you will that. be the absolute first person to know. <laughs> Should this ever happen? She was, you, she was like, "Thank you," and so <laughs> I sorry. bet she's still waiting. Yeah, yeah. talk to that girl. Uh, but they just, you know, and it's it's a cultural thing. And so at some point, we were like, "Okay, weddings are expensive. If you want to like have a traditional wedding," mm-hmm. and we just had one single conversation that was like would we prefer a house or a wedding? And we were both like house. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because if you really want to commit to someone, get a mortgage. And, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But so that was just kind of where we landed. And sometimes, I mean, people stopped asking now because they're like, okay, if it was going to happen, mm-hmm. it would have. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, my, would... oh, go ahead, go sorry. Ahead. Uh, like my students and people would kind of be like, well, what are you going to do if he doesn't propose? And <laughs> then I was like, if you knew me, you like, if I wanted to get married, we would be married. <laughs> like <laughs> I would have point. proposed and been like, here's what's going down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also know there's some couples who like marriage is the end goal. And that's mm-hmm. a non-negotiable because it's like, well, if he doesn't propose to me by X date, then we're breaking up, which is wild to me because I'm like, so you were willing to spend the rest of your life with someone, but you were also willing to break up with them for like what? Yeah. And yeah, it's just kind of, again, goes back to the thing of like, don't you want to get married? Don't Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, you want a wedding. I think you maybe want like a nice dress and people to bring you gifts and to have a party, mm-hmm. which is a very reasonable desire. Yeah. Um, just like a fancy birthday party, really. I would love that. Having yeah. Gone yeah. weddings now, I would <laughs> love that. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, really. those of us who have gone to a lot of weddings, I feel like, I think this was a sex in the city thing where Samantha was like, I'm marrying myself and had a ceremony and truly it's like I've been to your weddings your bridal showers your baby showers there needs to just be like a now everyone has to come shower me with gifts and dress up. <laughs> yeah truly for yeah no particular reason other than it is called reciprocity yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, spreading the wealth yes but um 
yeah with marriage pretty pretty much our families have given up on us (laughs) there was a you know and the whole like well what if and I think it's different now because once upon a time it would be like well what if you're in the hospital and Mm -hmm. this person isn't your and it's like now people it's just like yeah this is my partner yeah um which I typically introduce him or refer to him as because boyfriend feels like stupid after a decade like yeah that's totally fair yeah and I do think too like with power of attorney or any of that stuff like if you guys create a what like there's ways that you can can still like obviously have him Mm -hmm. be like have some I don't want to say power but I guess like power if something weird was to happen right like yeah you can still take care of each other do all of that stuff just Mm -hmm. not maybe formally with a marriage license (laughs) Yeah. yeah and it's like what do you are you gonna check like a marriage card like how do you like if I'm in the ER um but so when I was 26 I actually had a stroke mm-hmm. and um so Jimmy <laughs> nursed me to health and was in the hospital with me it wasn't like a like I'm sorry only family and spouse yeah. it was like <laughs> right here's a person and I feel like we I wonder if he's listening in the other room he's probably just playing video games and like forgot it that I'm in here but I'm like we have been through the sickness and in health the richer yeah. the poorer to where we were like should we steal toilet paper from public restrooms no. <laughs> um to like you know buy our own house and we're advancing in our careers and we have health insurance and yeah um so and I remember like a uh, maybe an interview with like Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn who never got married and that. they were like I think it is almost more meaningful if two people without any sort of legal or religious ties just choose to be together yeah mm-hmm. and when it's easy to walk away I mean you know like there's we don't have kids and so there's no like custody mm-hmm. thing there's no right. like we have our house but we could figure that out so it's like I almost like to me it's more meaningful to have a relationship where it's like I can hit the escape button at any time very easily but every day I'm choosing not to right versus like well if I leave I'll have to go through this and this and this and I'm staying because I don't want to go through all of this or stigma of divorce and those legal fees um because we kind of joke with each other like you know when we had our people are like wow you've been together for so long and you're not married and but we've just been like yeah it's kind of like a trial period we're not really (laughs) then like well we've had a good run and just like shake hands um that's our bit that we do at our house (laughs) like you guys have been together longer than I like some people are together in relationships and married before they get divorced you know what I mean like yes yes period of your relationship yeah 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 and it's I mean there's times where our personalities and just like I am someone who loves to have my alone time especially when I was a teacher because I was like oh I bet I children all day yes I do not want to people need things from me all day all the time and so even now um but at that time 
since COVID, Jimmy was working from home. And so I would come home and be like the human he only saw. And I'd be like, hey, you got to stop talking to me because <laughs> I do not want to be around you right now. Um, and just one thing that I think makes our relationship strong is even when we first started dating, just being very frank with each other to yeah. the point of like, this is not for the weak hearted. Um like I remember one of our dates, I think was a romantic steak and shake date. Um, <laughs> I was driving and I dropped him off because he didn't have a car at the time and he was a scrub and I would a tell scrub. him all the time. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, so are you going to kiss me or what? And he was like, oh uh, yeah. And so like, I think we've both are not the kind of like, oh, I'm going to drop hints and I hope he picks up on it or yeah. He doesn't know that I'm mad at him. Like I will be like, you are pissing me off. Mm-hmm. And he would do the same thing. Like it is. <laughs> um, and we will, Rachel's been around. Rachel, I remember one time described us as like kittens who hang out and then suddenly like scuffle and then just <laughs> go back to being kittens. <laughs> Cause we will, we like to, you know, banter and say mm-hmm. like, I think it's alarming to people who don't know us <laughs> just because it's like, we're joking. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it might feel like, claws out but again like in a kid like kid. yeah yeah and i'll be like i'm gonna murder you and hide you under the house and it's like <laughs> in a loving way um <laughs> but it's because i love you <laughs> yes and you know he he knows i'm not going in that creepy crawl space so he's fine um <laughs> yeah. but yeah and i think just being frank like we've had frank conversations about marriage where i've heard like my friends be like I'm dropping hints that I want him to propose. And I'm like, just tell him because right. yeah, you're going to spend the rest of your lives playing this. Like, I don't like guessing game of like, is she mad at me? What does she want me to right. do? If you can't communicate with your partner that you want to get married or what you want your next, like, how are you supposed to yes. communicate about like other stuff? Yeah. Like when but you want to buy a house, are you going to like, just like, like I, yeah like people were like I've been pinning stuff on my Pinterest board and I was like <laughs> I, I've been following my Pinterest you would know yeah and it's like God love you I don't think your boyfriend is paying attention to what you post on Pinterest if he's nope. on there or right. just being like yeah when we're at weddings I'm like trying to catch that bouquet and I have never been in that I'm like first off how dare you use Beyonce to continue <laughs> such a degrading tradition imagine beyonce out there trying to catch a bouquet she would never she never, never she would never, she I, has never done that in her her entire damn life she's, people bring her bouquets yeah right um and yeah like when we go to weddings and stuff and people would be like oh get out there it could be your, your next, next. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Like, at what point do you can you just look at them and be like, no, like I'm I'm married already, like I'm fine. <laughs> like, yeah. This is long term. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been suckered into a bouquet toss because I've always just been like, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I am. Yeah. Reasons. I feel like they're happening at less and less weddings, which yes. is with the garter toss as well because it's like hey we all hate this can we stop pretending we I don't, don't think i've actually seen a garter toss in real life which is oh good. i've been to too many <laughs> oh my, <laughs> God. Too many. Yeah. my german catholic family like we yeah. i've been to too many weddings and frankly i don't want to see my, my cousin's underwear being thrown 
And I don't think that's unreasonable. Right. <laughs> My cousin go up his bride's dress and grab underwear and be like, who wants it? My <sighs> uncle? Like, oh my God. yeah, like, uh, stop. Weddings are bleak. <laughs> so bleak. Yeah. And you can't say anything because, no. I mean, to you're them, the weirdo. Yeah. Because yeah. I will be talking shit at your wedding. And <laughs> even if I love it, I'll be like, hmm, food's a little cold. Um, <laughs> because I do not, I'm like, if I, if I were having a wedding and I just never do, like, <laughs> right. okay, because it's going to, um, notes. well notes. yeah and then you know people go into debt for weddings which is like so stupid it's and- just like I I can see the aspect of having a big party right like mm-hmm. like I, I like what you said earlier like do you want just a party or do you want a marriage basically and like part of me is like eventually the, the reason why I think I would get married was to throw a big party like yeah. that and you w- just like, can and <laughs> right and there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that but like, just admit that to everybody. Like, I'm just doing it because I want to throw a big party for myself and for my partner that I love. Like, that's all we're doing. Yeah. And admit we talked it. about that, but then COVID happened. And then uh, we were like, you know what? Never mind, I guess. We yeah. have an uneventful 10th anniversary and maybe in the future. Yeah, That's right. just kind of... Um, and... Like when I was younger in college and all my friends were starting, like I have felt the pressure of like, well, all of my friends are getting married and having babies. And now I'm like, well, I'm, I thought I was jealous probably because of the attention. And I was like, excuse me. me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's just kind of that pressure we talked about of like, um, am I like, doing okay should yeah. I be mm-hmm. yeah because I know Rachel and I've talked about like when you are growing up there are very clear milestones like yeah. at this age you talk at this age like you graduate high school and then there's college and so then it's like traditionally I don't know like you get married and you have babies and then it's like well if I don't do that and there's not really a specific timeline for that even so everybody's just I think kind of caving to pressure and to mix success because yeah, like there's people our age who are divorced mm-hmm. in like their mid twenties. Right. Yeah. Isn't that wild to think about? And I think too, like, I think the reason, cause I have definitely felt that way. Like I have said before, like I thought I would be married and having kids at yes. this point when I was 20, like for sure. Even like, even when I was graduating college still thought for sure that I would get married and have kids. And it really hasn't been into the last few years that I'm like, I really don't think marriage is for me. Like not like my parents are still married and everything, but I definitely have my own issues with marriage related to their marriage for various reasons. And I just, I don't know, like it's, I just see so much bad with it or it just doesn't yeah. seem worth it to me, I guess, overall. But then I think about like, so if I'm in a long-term relationship, then then what is the end goal? Like, is it just, okay, we're going to hang out till we don't want to hang out anymore. Like, which I guess is what marriage is on some level, Yeah, but it is like, we don't celebrate other successes throughout our lives either. Yes. Like I know, I'm sure you all have seen some of the reels and TikToks and stuff of just about like, why don't we celebrate like career achievements yeah. or just even personal achievements quite in the same way? Like, why is it only just about marriage and babies? Yeah. It's interesting on the because even the thought of like, 
if you were just going to do like, if you received an invitation to a party that was celebrating more of like a career milestone, I feel like my first instinct would be like, what is this? But yes. then, like, I think I would get into it and be like, well, like why that's a huge commitment, like years and yeah. years of work to achieve something like, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, me eventually maybe five years from now having a PhD, right? Like yeah, definitely that, like, a party that is way more impressive than get anyone can get married. Right. that's where I'm like okay well that's so Jimmy <laughs> Jimmy um can marry people he married um Rachel Love and, it. uh yeah he officiated their wedding um but Jimmy has a stance where he only <laughs> this is so stupid but also is a perfect example of his personality he's like I'm not going to buy someone a present unless they do something awesome and he's like, and anyone can get married. So it's like, I'm not getting you a present because you haven't really earned it. <laughs> and I, I was like, that. yeah. And I was like, uh, okay. So I was like, maybe like if they have like an anniversary party, it's like, hey, you've stuck together. Here's yeah. a gift. Um, and he's like, fuck them. I'm not buying them a toaster for what? Um, so yeah, it is, I have to like, be like all right so I'm gonna just buy him a card with money I guess because <laughs> and he's like now they Which oh they get to register for anyway. gifts yeah I, do, I like it's become I feel like there's been a definite shift and honestly those friends that he married were the first that I they were maybe one of the first like friend weddings that I ever went to but they were one of the first people that I saw did more of like a honeymoon fund or just like yes. don't buy us a gift what yeah, would I mean, this my friend Anna that's what she's doing her and Chris yeah they're doing just basically like, Hey, give us money to, towards our honeymoon. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, again, it's a financial venture and mm-hmm. in this economy, in yeah, Biden's right. America <laughs> um, <laughs> with these inflation rates unheard of, but yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'd rather you like the honey fund thing, um, like buy us mimosas for something mm-hmm. um, versus well, and Jimmy and I, if we got married, we've been together for so long. We've had our house. Like, yeah, yeah. Please, please give us money. And mm-hmm. I think that everybody wants is a gift at the end of the day. Let mm-hmm. me pick my gift. That is the gift. Yes. Yeah. Gift of choice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah, I think, mm-hmm. yeah. Ultimately, like it is about choice, right? Like, so I also knew a couple, my mom and dad have friends that are older, like, um, name's Tanya, actually. She's in her early fifties, I think. Like maybe she 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 might have just turned fifty, and then her partner is like about ten years older. Um, but they were together like 14, 15 years. Like they never, they truly never thought marriage was going to happen. They because they both been married before, all of that, and then they just realized one day, I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe, maybe we'll do it. So they got married like in a very small backyard ceremony. Like really, nothing's changed, but they decided that they were just kind of ready to to do that. And that's mm-hmm. also like fine, like where I want to make it clear, like I'm not anti-marriage, do what you want, but it is like, I it's want it just... to be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> we legalized gay marriage a few years ago. Now we want to legal straight, or... straight criminalize it all. To get married anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Ban straight marriage. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah. And the, like, it's never, we're not like anti, but it just got to where I was like, we're not religious. Yeah. And also the people are like, you get a tax break. And I looked into it. It's not worth that, especially no. with the wedding finances. 
the closest we have gotten to getting married was actually in the past couple months because I quit my teaching job mid-year um and so then I didn't have health insurance and I need health insurance and so it was like well if we were married I could be on your health insurance plan but even Mm -hmm. then like with my new job it's like spouse or domestic partner Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's domestic partner is so funny to me, like versus wild partner, like feral <laughs> partner. <laughs> I do feel like Jimmy is definitely a domestic partner though, you know, like yeah, he's not a street cat. He is an inside <laughs> cat. He's an inside cat, 1000%. Anytime he leaves the house, I am like, look at you having a big day, huh, bud? <laughs> um, but sometimes that is, I mean, it's not all like, everything's great. Like sometimes I'm like, can you leave the house it's like <laughs> go talk to people who are not me yeah, and um and you know like those conflicts we have conflicts around money yeah. uh, we have conflicts around chores which um both of us are pretty messy people like I feel like normally in relationships there's like the one who's like oh, I like things clean and mm-hmm. of us are so that is <laughs> we need like a third we need to be in a throuple with someone who <laughs> will basically yeah be like can you do the domestic stuff because neither of us are really like jimmy's the he's the one who likes to cook he's the one who fig- like i am all but useless in a traditional <laughs> marriage sense um other than like if i were to have kids which i'm also not trying to do that biologically so just really disappointing my ancestors <laughs> were like these german catholics who were trying to like have as many babies as possible and the buck stops here yeah so um, what would you say then like is the like as someone again who my longest relationship was like nine months in college i do like what is the what is what advice would you give to people about long-term relationships what do you think has been some of the hardest struggles because like I just yeah like sometimes it's like it's hard for me to even wrap my head around being with somebody that long like Rachel and I had you know we talk about just it's it's hard to imagine to be with anybody at this point because we both have been single for so long yeah but then to also think like wait a minute I could be with somebody for like 10 something years and then how do like how do you I don't know like that's just wild to me too so like what's been some of the hardest things about being in a long-term relationship maybe also some of the best but then any advice that you would have about just being partnered up with a man I guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah um I think not so the way like I was not like Rachel and I were friends in high school I was not really dating people (laughs) I was so it'd be like oh do you want to go out with me and blah blah and then it was like we didn't really and then in college just like a few people and then Jimmy so it's like it's not like I would have this vast array of experience to be like and my time on um Tinder or Bumble although when I moved to India I did do Bumble BFF (laughs) (laughs) and I met like friends because I'm an absolute weirdo but um, awesome So I was just going on friend dates anyway so like I don't have a huge dating experience repertoire of like we talked yeah. about like how do you meet people when you go on the first date or like the date like I feel like it's not something people want to hear but I'm always like thank god I found Jimmy before <laughs> I had to like be in the dating app era because it's just my friends mm-hmm. who use it 
the absolute wild uh, my favorite is hinge where people can record their voices <laughs> and my friends will send me screen recordings and i'm like do pe- do they know people see this like <laughs> i think it goes into the app and that like helps the algorithm yeah or like do they know they can re-record this <laughs> and it's just like mm, that's like a job interview fail like mm, if you can't figure and yeah like yep. having to sell yourself it's so like i don't Men have no idea how to do that they no. zero like the only way that they know how to sell themselves is maybe in a job interview anywhere else they're like, what do you mean? Like, I'm just great anyway. So I don't need to sell myself. Yes. They have zero idea how to sell themselves. Whereas like women were like, okay, so I am like, I'm into sports, but not too much into sports. And it's like, why are we trying to convince people? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's just so, and the, I think it's so much emotional labor and it's just like the absolute time and energy to modern dating is like, and I tell Jimmy, yeah, I tell Jimmy all the time. I'm like, um, cause you know, I feel like couples have those conversations. Like if I die, I want, you have my permission. And I was like, if I die, you are never allowed to look. <laughs> um, you will be alone for the rest. Yeah. No, Jimmy's always like, um, when I die, I feel like you will just like be like, hell yeah, I'm alone. <laughs> He's like, and I'm for sure would not remarry a man. And I was like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I can't even imagine talking to like a man and being like yeah you can hang it like I do have guy (laughs) friends but they would not like pursue a man romantically I'd be like you know what no you did you you put your time in yeah I've done I did my time 10 years (laughs) Um. hey does this ending feel a little abrupt that's because it's not really the end. We chatted for a good long while with Amber and we've elected to split that talk into two episodes. Catch up with us next Thursday and you have my word that the episode will be out on time Thursday morning. Until then, you know what to do. Follow us on Instagram at Ope Podcast. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Email us, tell us your stories at opepodcast22 at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. Bye.